I just want to start from the outset to say that any decision we make today may change tomorrow. In order to have the best expert advice, we have commissioned... Supercoach 360. <laughs> the time's going up. It's recording. And now, ladies and gentlemen, time for the show. Mate, 100%. We need to find out why they think it's okay to say anything. It's certainly one of the greatest challenges in the history of the game. That's what they want to try and do. Megastar to megastar! In this regard, we're leaving every option on the table. Excellent. Oh, what was that, something special! You know what? Uh, that's not talent. Oh. Supercoach 360! The best way to handle these things is to stay measured, stay calm, you know, live your life as normal. Unless we start finding it off the people... Who actually Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. All right, welcome back to another week of Supercoach with Supercoach 360. I've got Louie and Con with me this week. Hello, boys. How are we? Fantastic. Hi, mate. How are you? Great. Uh, Juzzy's off travelling the world. Uh, good luck with that, Juzzy. Uh, so, yeah, he's got to put up with us this week. So, just quickly run through what we've got on the show. Um, Barado's dropped us a video, so we'll be putting that on. Um, who to trade in and who, uh, who to trade out and who you can wait for this week, like who you could ideally wait for. Might not be in your team plans, but we'll see how we go. Uh Great NRL, but poor super coach. Um, is that's t- our title for the week? Plus, I want to just touch on that. Like, it's a very, very low scoring round, so I want to dive into that. And then we got Joey Manu versus Garrick's a bit of a hot topic around social media. Um, VC and the captain for the week. I feel there's a couple of really juicy options. Uh, I want to get the opinions of the boys and anyone out there watching too. If you want to throw your opinions in there when we get to it, feel free. Um, weekly wrap-up brought to us from Windsor Chinese. Adrian throws me one every week. Um, has Supercoach evolved? It's another question I've got for the boys. Um, just uh, I see a lot of past tactics getting thrown out the window, so it's something I want to touch on. Uh, Sammy Walker, um, he's gone. I just want to know if there's benefit to him going or if it would only be a short thing. And we've got the buys coming up. It's another... Thing I don't think you should focus too deeply on as it's only round eight, but round 13's go time, and you're going to need a few to at least get to that magic number of 13. So something to look at. And then a lot of the people that are getting cashed out, I, I looked around in the top 1% and the top 5% are heavily trading out all of these except for the one that I added for Con. <laughs> and um, people to bring in, um, we'll have a, just a chat on... That and then if we have time at the end, we've got some questions and I want to chat the hip drop because I just think that's getting out of control at the moment. Um, but yeah, how'd you go super coach wise this week, guys? He's both uh, smashed my 998, so I'm a bit disappointed in my coaching life. But we did touch on it last week, uh, Con, if you remember just quickly, that if you do have 10 people have a poor round and 
if this goes back to back for me, I'm set to lose a lot of money and points, positions, the whole bit. So um, I do have faith in in a lot of my players because they're highly owned players. It just did happen to a lot of people, so it was a good thing. But yeah, just um, a lot of people did score low, and I just felt it was due to the quality of football. Like the football itself was great across the weekend. But um, yeah, team wise, fellas, how'd you go? Throw me out there. No, I got an eleven sixty eight, which is good, man. That's that's a good score for the round. Top yeah, lot. That's pretty good. Um, one percent. There you go. Thousand eighty three. Yeah. Well, yeah. top score was thirteen, thirteen ten or something. It wasn't very high, like not like the sixteens we've been seeing. Um, what did you go, Louis? Uh, I I got an uh, eleven. Uh, eleven twelve. I yeah. that I'm getting. Yeah. So that's not bad, man. That's that's up there is not far behind con. So you would have been in the top two percent at least, one percent of scoring. I think so. it was three percent. Yeah. Oh yeah. So not yeah. bad. But yeah. So is it? It's just yeah. It's under's week. I feel like um just looking across the board. Like I was granted probably the lowest scorer that that we have, but um across the board I only lost three thousand spots. So I was really happy with that. Um, which made me feel a lot of people felt the pinch last week and not yeah. not so many excelled like years have excelled in the last week if you really look at the, the numbers there but yeah um but going into this week fellas who who do we trade like who 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 are the guys we want to look at trading it's like your your Khan Pereira's your Warbricks your Tarubas Alamotti's all those sheepies they're all kind of peaking um yeah. plus you've got your um Carazes, who's injured Preston's on the on the borderline. Um, I see a lot of people, especially in the top one and five percent, selling him this week. Which him to Matto, well, him to Matto would be a good trade. Um, big Steph, he, I know he had the buy last week and wasn't going to lose money, but Big Steph for me, I I I know they don't play the first buy round, but he's he's just going to sit there. He's not going to lose your cash if you know if you know what I'm saying. He's not going to lose any money. Like big money, anyway. So I don't think he's a priority sell unless you're getting in a gun front rower. Um, and then Elise, uh, Elise Katoa is that the Dolphins one? No. All right, Elise Katoa. He's both are highly traded out this week. Both Katoas, the Dolphins one and the Melbourne one. The Melbourne one for me is a bit of a surprise. Like Melbourne, Isaiah, as, Isaiah. Yeah, that's right. Um, which I can sell. I don't know where you're going with him. He hasn't made enough money or done anything, unless you got Cody Walker money sitting there. Mm. Um, I don't know where you're going with that one. But Elise Katoa, I don't know why everyone's so quick to jump off him. He's only really had two bad weeks all year, um, and it's that the whole team didn't score points. If you really look at that game last week, like it was a. But he also hasn't gone over sixty or anything, has he? Yeah, he scored some seventies, bro. He's gone back to back seventies even. If you have a if you have a look maybe three weeks ago or four weeks ago. He's he, it comes on whatever they're doing and they really weren't doing much against Manly the other day. I with Munster at fullback, yeah. I was assuming a massive His high scores are forty five. No, Elise Katoa. Yeah, no, I'm talking about Dolphins one. No, I'm on I'm on the other one. <laughs> <laughs> We're not even talking saying guitars. But yeah, they're highly sold. Um, who can you wait on this week? Like who are the ones there that aren't essentially sells this week? Like 
I feel you could probably wait a week on Warbrick. You could, Karaz ain't going to lose you money, but if you're going to hold on one week, you might as well hold on for the three. You know what I mean? Mm. You sort of want to use his money. Well, that's where Manu and Garrick are getting traded in. Yeah, well, all right. Well, let's sidetrack off there because that's a talking point that we do have here. Manu versus Garrick. Uh, I'll start with you first, Louis. Mm-hmm. Um, Joey, Manu, Ruben, Garrick. Why? Why not? Um, I'm going with Manu, personally. Um, I think against a team like the Dragons in the way they've been so far this year. Uh, Manu in 5'8", he's going to be getting the ball in his hands a lot. Um, against a tired Dragons defence, and we've seen how, at times, absent their defence has been at times during a game, Joey Manu could cross for a hat-trick and set up three tries as well. And, yeah, so that's for, for, for that reason, I'm going Manu. Con, want to add to that? Yeah, I'm going Manu mainly because of price at the moment, and with that eight or whatever it was in Ruben Garrick's role on average, that worries me too. Um, I'll probably end up with both of them. This week? Not this week, but I'll get Garrick over next fortnight. Cash out one, upgrade number centre winning, but just Manu at six, touching the ball, what, 30, maybe 40 times in a game. That excites me. It's pretty juicy, yeah. Oh, like. yeah. Um, well, the only thing that sways me the other way to Garrick is the buy. Uh, Manly have the buy. Won't have Turbo, so he might even play fullback against the Knights, which... The Knights are really surprised back at this year. Um, a couple of weeks ago, Con was on to us for getting on to the Knights. And <laughs> Knights have turned up every week since. They really shut us, shut us up, mate. I'll tell you. <laughs> um, didn't want to say it, but there's a good chance the Knights punish Manly and Ruben Gary gets jack shit in that game. No, um, Manly were good against Melbourne. Yeah, they were, but they won't have Cherry Evans. They won't have... Turbo for this game in 13. Like, this is I'm looking towards the future of having Gary. Yeah, but Gary could play fullback. Yeah, but is the points... Joey Manu's going to score points from here to there. Are they going to match up even if Gary plays 13? Or will Joey Manu outscore him with a game in hand? Just try and get both in. If you can. Don't, don't stress about it. Yeah, look, I'm... Manu would be my priority this week. Yep. He's, both have high both. BEs. Both have high yeah. BEs. I think Manu's is like 111 or 120. 122, I think. And Garrick's is 140. Achievable against the Tigers. Sorry, Tigers fans. <laughs> but, yeah, it's um one of them things. All right, what about when it does come to trading this week? Um, you've used your fourth boost now, Louis. You've done good boost today with it last week. Um, bringing in, yep. Uh, who'd you bring in? Uh, Matto. Matto. Oh, Madison. So, I feel that was a good boost for you. Um, mm. He's boost worthy. Yeah. Um, how many boosts you got left? Two. Tom, two. You thinking of using one this week, or would you oh. have to boost to get to Manu, or? Nah, I got, I just went, Cam Pereira to Manu, I had 150k sitting there. Yeah. But, I want Matto. Yeah, would you boost to get Matto and? That's what I'm thinking. I think, it's, I think it's worthwhile. I mean, break even of 49, he's been pumping out some really, really good scores. Um, like, I'm glad I got him last week. Uh, 
Well, what's the, what what was the extra kick in this week? How much did he make? Did he make a lot of money this week, no. Matto? Uh, not 16K, a lot. I think. So, like yeah, that. this is yeah. the week to get on with his, what is it, a 46? Well, even a 49, like, he's 49. not going to jump out of the roof with an 80. Want his points. Yeah. Well, I have to upgrade. I have to up or downgrade Nat Butcher. So, if I want to upgrade, I probably would have to boost. Um... Yeah, just well, to get the money. I'd have enough too. Oh, would you I'd really? I'd have enough out of centre wing. Because there's no other centre. There's no cheap Well, no, there's wing. there's one of the dogs coming this week, supposedly. Skelton. Oh, you got named, did you? Yeah, he got named on the wing. He got, we didn't get named New South Wales Cup. So, I think Declan Casey got named one wing. And Skelton got named. Oh, Burns got named. But they're talking about Blood and Skelton. We didn't get named New South Wales Cup, so. Mm. Neither did the other guy I was talking about. I can't for the life of me remember his name or pronounce it. So it's only three weeks till Fraz is back. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But if you're looking for that downgrade and then hope that Burton goes and plays centre or something, maybe at Origin you might get a... Maybe Turbo or Trill. Nah, alright. He's not getting a run. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> might get 18 or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, all right. Um, so, I'm just going to ask you the question that's in the title. Um, great NRL sort of equals poor super coach. No line breaks, no, not many tries, not many goals. Uh, that Melbourne Manly game was sort of the, the telltale sign there. A lot of the Manly, uh, Melbourne players didn't crack 50. Um, and it was just a defensively... It was a it was a lot more sound game. Like there was some big bell ringing hits. If anyone remembers the Jazzy Olam getting <laughs> snapped in half, and then I think a couple of others got snapped in half. Welch got snapped in half, and someone else got snapped in half. Real good from Olakawatu. He was having a fine night. He's a beast. He's having a fine season. Oh. Like he's not translating super coach, but NRL wise, he's you wouldn't want to run at the bloke. I tell you that much for nothing. <laughs> but yeah, there was a lot of games on the weekend. Um, that went by that not many high scoring super coach players and that the sort of the round reflected it if you really have a look. Um the Sharks, Nico only got to eighty with that last little bit of individual brilliance down the sideline, line break tries, this sort of thing. Um otherwise he wasn't cracking his eighty, same as Nafe. Nafe Well there's only five hundreds and only one one twenty. All the rest of them were just over a hundred. Yeah. And then four nineties, so it's a bludger of a weekend for Supercoach. Well it's a low one. Um so yeah, does that do you feel that translate every week or is there some weeks where you're watching great footy and Supercoach just flows with it, like do you ever do you ever notice that or is he, are we gonna if we want to get good quality footy we is our supercoach gonna pay? Or No, I don't think so. Eventually it's even <coughs> out. It's no, just a worry. It's just a one-off week. Well, it's a worrying thing. Like a lot of the the players that we rely on, just they their scoring wasn't there. Like someone I think did a recount on the on the uh, the Warriors game and said Chansey still owed about fifteen points from last week. So hopefully he gets them this week. But yeah, on hit ups and shit, they're all lost. Um, got anything on the live there, Louis? Have a few things. Um, yes, uh, 
Shane Foot uh, got eleven fifty this week. Oh, footy! Nice, swing it. Nice. <laughs> uh, Adam Thomas bought in Ma- uh, Matto and Manu this week for CNK and Ford. Reckon Manu will get his break even this week and will keep rising from there. Yeah, well, Joey's going to be scary not own if you don't get on this week. Um, like you said, 30 touches a game from a bloke who... Hopefully more. Tackle, tackle breaks and does just mad shit week in, week out. So, yeah, he's, he's going to be a scary non-own if you don't go that way. Yeah. Uh, uh, Marco Escalera. Uh, I do apologize if I stuffed up your name then. Um, Supercoach Pro has Manu averaging 101 when starting in the halves. Um, even if you knew Walker was back next week, would you make the trade? Um, yeah, because in three, as long as you're willing to take the cash hit, because um, it's going to happen if he gets put back to the centres. Like, he's not playing halves. Or fullback, he's definitely not the same ball runner, you know what I mean? He's not getting his, his enough footy to post them scores. But if if you're willing to take the hit if he does go back to centre next week, he'll be playing fullback by round 13. Um, or 12, then 14, you know what I mean? Provided Teddy probably get a rest in amongst that too. Especially if the Roosters are winning. Joey Manu continues to stay there, so. Yeah, it's, it depends on how they play, I guess. Yeah. So I'm, I'm happy to back him in. Well, I'm, I'm happy to think that uh, Sam Walker's gone at least back to Reggie's for a couple of weeks. I don't think it's a one-week second. Um, yeah. He's still got a lot. Like, this is me thing with Sam Walker, and we were talking about it just, like, personally. Um, he he throws too much shit. He doesn't do enough good quality shit to be doing some of the stuff he does yet. You know, he's still a bit green. He just he doesn't take the line on as much as he probably should, as well. Like, or he doesn't take it deep enough into the line to give his outside backs access to some better space. You know what I mean? So he's still got heaps to learn. And I think if we do look back to when either one of them's not playing, either Kiri or Walker, the team seems to do does better for it, if you know what I mean. Like we were talking about how they're a bit same same, and I think they said that on Brave Nasser said the same thing on Three Sixty. Like they're very much the same same player, Kiri and Walker, and it sort of takes away from the Teddies and Yumanus and shit. You know, it seems to penalise them fellas. So I th- I think it's going to be a couple of weeks at least for Sam Walker down there. You? Yeah, I don't think it's one week thing. But who knows if if Kiri gets knocked out this week, Sam will walk back next week. You <laughs> know then what I mean? Manu still stays at six. Yeah, that's right. So. Yeah, and probably getting the same service as we just talked about this. And then you same. know he's there for six weeks. Yeah, cheer him. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm happy to risk it. Yeah, it is a good play, and you're doing it too, yeah? I'm doing it, yeah. Yeah, I'm doing it, and I'm putting the C on him as well. Wow, that's big yeah. balls. And... If I'm bringing him in, I yeah, I think he can tear him apart. Wow. Yeah. Only point eight. I think I, at lunch today, I saw only point eight of coaches had the C on him at, as of that moment. So, 
That's a great pod. Great pod. If it pays off. Yeah. Well, yeah. Who are they playing? Dragons. Dragons, yeah. Dragons. Like that. Um, well, how long have we been going for there, Louie? Uh, 20 minutes. Cool. <laughs> 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 uh, just on a side note, um, Danny Sackle. Sexy. His mum thinks we're all hotties. Thanks, Mrs. Sackle. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate that. Wait till Mother's Day. Thank you. Danny, you'd want to look after your mum, I'm telling you. Um, uh, and just sorry, just on another side note, it's just come through about an hour ago. The Hammer has signed a four-year extension with the Dragons. The, the Fins. Dolphins. Dolphins, Dolphins. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> I was thinking, no, sorry. he chased someone with the Hammer that bloke. He's never actually called the Hammer. <laughs> sorry, yes, yeah, the Dolphins. There's a Hammer there somewhere. The Moan Broadies from home. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, I just want to ask you the question then, Supercoach fellas, has it evolved a bit um, over the years that there's been commandments that you you sort of lived by as a Supercoach, you never trade a keeper, you never do this, you never do that, there were so many variables that you had to sort of live up to to be a, a good Supercoach and the last two years especially I've noticed that the cash change for guns has been um, a big talking point. Like, the other week I was sold that Teddy was my gun. I wasn't trading him for the year, RRR, and I should have, that week, that very week, I didn't use a trade. Could have went from him to Reese Walsh. By now I'd be up 300,000-ish, you know, or 200,000 plus 300-odd points. Um and it was a, it, I thought it was just a sideways trade. Um, I didn't think much of it at the time. But now, three or four weeks into the future, I, I'm fucking kicking myself for not doing that trade. Those that did it, good on yous. Um, well done. But, yeah, like, have you seen this, tr- have you seen the trend? Like, I know, Con, you've always sort of been on to selling people at the right sort of time. I, I've always sort of missed the boat with it a lot, but. Um, trading guns at the right time, like when you know they're just going to go on that slump. Like forwards is a bit harder, but backs, backs are sort of easy. You know when their drawer opens up and when their their points are going to flow in. Like you just know. You like how so anyway. Hey, you'd like to think so anyway. Well, nine times out of ten, that's the way it goes. That very rare that you you sort of get it wrong. You might get one or two games wrong, but you still, on average, you're getting your points. You know that you sort of wanted. Um, it'd only be them real special games when someone comes out to sort of blow them off the park. But yeah, I just yeah, it's one of them things that I'm, I'm now sort of thinking about myself. Like Brad talks about something, and we'll probably go to Brad next after this. Then, um, just because I'll we'll segue in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just with the way it's gone, like Harry Grant now, he's got a massive be this week. Um, I know there's no one really screaming out to go, but is it time to sort of look at selling your high, your high BE players that you know are going to sort of have a buy coming? Like Grant's got a buy next week, I think, in round nine, and then goes off to Origin in round 13 or 12. So you're really looking at some limited game out of him. So it's not a bad trade. I see the vision of it, but. There's others out there, like, you could probably do it with Payne Haas, but who are you bringing in? No one. 
and then are they going to lose the cash that you're expecting them to hold on to and you won't be able to get pain back? I ain't trading pain house out for no. I'm just using that as an yeah. example, but, you know, like, there's, yeah, it's one of the things. Have you thought much into the game, how the game sort of evolved over the last couple of years or you haven't really noticed it or? Yeah, no, definitely it's, like you said, the, well, the dual position centre wing back row pretty much doesn't exist anymore. A lot of the halves aren't dual positions anymore, so there's no real flexibility in that. Um, what you pointed out. Uh, selling guns for a lot yeah. of money. Like yeah, that's it. When the price is right, sometimes you got to sell. With the boost, I think, as well. The boost has opened the game. Louis, you... Well, they've, they've given us... They seem to have up the trades to you by year as well, making it a lot easier to trade out that gun. Yeah. Louis, have you noticed much of the change what? since your start to, to now? I think especially this year with the 17th, 17th team coming in and that buy every single week, I think trading out a gun... You know, depending on you know when how many buyers or if they're going to Origin or what their what their run is becomes a lot more viable. Um, like you 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 look at Teddy. You got uh when when oh no sorry I was thinking of someone else. Um, <laughs> my bad. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean it's. I think with with the buyers coming in, it does make a big difference. Um, now that yeah, we've got to buy every single week, as you mentioned with Harry Grant. Well, if you're not focused, if you're not careful, you can have four or five from one side. Like granted, now it's a bit harder because the cheapies are sort of ripened up and we're getting rid of and move players along. But at the start of the year, there you could have had a few roosters to start the year, and you would have paid for it. Or if you started with a couple of Panthers um, come round three. You had no one. Like if you started four Panthers, you were you were down because they hadn't made enough money to do anything. And the cheapies on offer weren't. Well, we, I think we got lucky that week. Cam Ferreira scored all right, but <laughs> um, but yeah, like the cheapies weren't really offering up much. So you were taking that instant hit for having extra Panthers players. Like if you started Toto, um, if you started say a lot of people started with Dana. Garner, Cleary, um, even. Cleary, and Sonny Luke's and stuff like that. That gives you five spots you're not having for round three, plus two of them were good spots, you know what I mean? Like your Toto and your, your Cleary, who you're expecting big scores out of. So it's instant hit if you're not onto what you're doing. Like next week I've got uh, Melbourne, so I've got Katoa, I've got Munster, I've got... Welch, there's an array of players I've got, I've got to look at who I'm holding and who I'm moving on this week, you know, um, because next week I'll have five dudes that aren't any use to me at all, and one of them will be Harry Grant. Yeah, I can see the thought behind changing out Harry. Yeah, yeah, I do agree. Um, and also another point as well with um stuff that's changing uh we've seen an emergence of a number of other people that could turn into guns themselves uh that you know over the past few years 
it's mainly been, you know, your Teddies, Turbos, Pappy, Cleary, and Grant. And then you've got the emergence of people like Reese Walsh. Reese Walsh is really he... now, is now coming into the, into the picture as, well, potentially, you could almost hold him for the rest of the season. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. There's a good chance him, as you, we were saying before, might not play You're hold him for the rest of the year, Bergs? Don't own him, you know how I get. I don't own these good players. <laughs> 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 they slip through. <laughs> uh, and then you got like players like Teddy, who just this year aren't quite hitting it, hitting that mark, um, as you know very well, Bergs. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know. Nico Hines, I think clearly Nico Hines, we can all agree, is probably the two must-have centre wings that everyone... Uh, Half-backs. Half-backs. That, that everyone must have. Um, uh, but you look at other people coming through. Um, Sean Johnson, for example. I didn't do the shares. <laughs> yeah, Sean, Sean Johnson, for example, having a blinder of a season so far. Um, definitely could become one of those guys that may not be the top halfback, but one that if you keep, you're not really getting, you're not getting burned. Well, he's chugging along very nicely, man. Um, Grand, uh, the other two have caught up to him over the last couple of weeks, but Nico's always been in front of you. Only because he's come out for 180. He wasn't there for three. He wasn't there for six weeks, but yeah, I know. So that's where SJ sort of got him, you know. Come the end of the season, you want Nathan Nico. Oh, 100%. If you don't... Come the end of the season, Nathan Nico will be 20 points in front of SJ. Well, you're already already suffering now if you don't have Nathan Nico. Granted, you're sort of going okay if you still have SJ. But if you brought Nico and Nathan that first week, one went 120, the other went 180 or whatever it was. Right. Punching. You know, like... I waited that week on expecting him to come down and we got bit in the ass. We lost his 120 points. Granted, we got whatever Nico threw out, but people out there got both. Yeah. You know? And now there's still people out there that don't have both, you know? Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, you sort of think, well, how are you going to get your money? Anyway, let's yeah, segue. It's going to be a tough one to crack down if you don't have them both. Segway into Brad's thing. Good evening, Supercatchers. Good evening to the crew there in the caravan of chaos. I hope everyone's coping all right without Juzzy. Big shout out to Juzzy while he's away. Having a fat old time overseas. Hope you're going all right, Juzzy. And I hope all our coaches out there are doing okay, despite the uh, many dramas that might be facing them this week. Um, Probably the biggest drama, of course, for everybody, but the boys will speak about this, no doubt, is the Manu versus Garrick conundrum. It's one that I'm facing myself. I'm not really sure which way to go yet. Um, but a lot's been said and written about that. I'm not really going to have a chat much about that. I'm going to chat about three quick things for you tonight. Um, I did put up an article with some of this in it uh, earlier in the week. Uh, but the first one I want to talk about is... Ah, uh, this big fella, Aiden Fanua Blake. He's going pretty good this year. He's sailing along just nicely. Only 5.45k. He's got a break-even of 37 at the moment, and he's quite lightly owned. 
Uh, he is hitting 50 minutes a week. Uh, we'd like to see a few more minutes out of him, but I think that might come. I think that isn't too far away. Um, his PPM in any occasion is yet to drop below one. So he scored above one PPM in every single game he has played. So it, it, essentially, um, you, you're up for around about a 60, 60 to 70 points, safe points. Uh, he's going to play the buy round. And if he gets a few attacking stats, you're going to get more than those 60 points, which is what we're all hoping for. Yeah, he's priced right now, um, like I said, at 545, which is he's not going to get any lower than that. So if you want him, you want a good front rower, um, uh, say going a Stefano to him is not going to really cost you anything. Um, and there's a few other sideways trades too, where you can some of your cashies might have made some coin by now, and you're looking to probably get someone a bit solid to carry you through that buy period. And I suggest you have a good look at Fanua Blake. He might be one. Let me know, boys. Let me tell me what you think. Now, one I wrote about is, well, this guy, Britton Nakora. Now, although he's priced out of the range of many, um, but this is one I wish I'd got earlier. This is one I wish I'd got at the beginning of the of the year. Um, he's just insane, you know. 744k at the moment, so he's priced right at the top end. Um, I think his break-even's around about 80 or, or, or above. It might even be getting closer to 90 now. Um, but he's got a 75 average, playing 80 minutes every single week, so just under 1 ppm. But he's yet uh, to go under 80 minutes in any game so far this year. Uh, so uh, his, his minutes are rock solid. The, the coach is not going to play him unless he has to for anything under 80 minutes. Uh, there is a few attacking stats he's been getting, uh, but he's certainly one that is on the wish list. Doesn't play the next buy, but not playing the next buy isn't everything. Don't forget, Supercoach is also about points, and we need points um, above anything else. So uh, people are getting very fixated on the, the next buy coming up, uh, but there are some players like Britton Nakora that um, we might be leaving behind or ignoring. Uh, some elite players that are scoring the shit out of the world. Um... Yeah, we really need to possibly not necessarily neglect these players. Um, Okolatu is another one. You know, a lot of people aren't going near him because I think he's going to get selected or origin. Maybe, maybe not. Um, I suggest you, yeah, yeah, you have a good look at, you have a good look at him. He might be one to have a sneaky peek at. Now, the last little thing I want to talk about, and you boys can really put your, put your stamp on this argument for me because it's a. Uh, uh, it's one that's been going around a little bit. Um, as I said, we all know the Cook, uh, no, not the Cook, the Manu versus Garrick argument, but there's been a lot of people doing the um, Cook to Jeremy Marshall King trade. Um, I'm, I'm not necessarily sold on this trade, uh, and I'll, I'll run you through a few things, and it might make a few coaches think uh, a little bit about doing this trade. Um, if you came to me last week and said you wanted to do the trade, well, it was nearly 100000 between the two of them. So it would have been um, the time to do it was last week if you were going to do it. That's my thought. Uh, Cook is worth 650 k now. Uh, Jeremy Marshall King is, what is he worth? He's worth 616 So if you sell to him, you're only making yourself around about 40000 Yes, Jeremy Marshall King is averaging more than Cook. Jeremy Marshall King is averaging 68 Whereas uh, Cookie is only averaging 62. 
um, which by cookie standards isn't the, the flashest. Um, but do go back and have a look at some of his scores leading into Origin in previous years. He's actually gone quite well. He's not exactly the fastest starter in the world. He certainly did this last year as well. Um, but he did slowly improve. Uh, um, now, an another one is a lot of people have been going Grant down to, uh, to JMK. That probably makes a little bit more sense. Um, I think there is about 100 grand between the two of them at the moment. Um, but Grant hasn't been going that flash either, and he does have the buy coming up in two rounds' time. So um, maybe if you did have Grant, uh, that one might be one to consider a bit more than um, the cook to Jeremy Marshall King. Um, however, you know, I'm not necessarily sold on this either. I think it's about 70000 between the two. I don't have the figures right in front of me now, but... Um, Again, the time for this trade would have been last week where you, the price difference between the two was was a bit more. Um, and But but it sort of, there is some sense, particularly with the uh, buy coming up for uh, the Melbourne Storm in a couple of rounds and then they only play a few games and then you've got Origin, so you're going to be losing Grant again um, there. Um, will Jeremy Marshall King keep up his 68? Uh, average well that was one to be seen so what do you think boys do you reckon a, a trade down from a cook or a grant is a smart move to a marshall king um and is it something that super coaches should be thinking about let us know what you think people on the uh join in on the the socials there leave us a comment um do you do you like the grant down to uh jmk or cook down to jmk or you're thinking of just leaving Grant there to uh, just sail along and uh, let your reserve hooker do the work for you over the origin period. Anyway, good luck this week. Um, looks like a cracking lot of games. Hopefully uh, we're going to see more great action, which is, man, this season so far has been a cracker. There's been some absolute belters of games, and I don't think this weekend's going to be any different. So good luck, super coaches, and enjoy your super coaching. All right, cheers, Braddo. Another another great segment from Braddo. Another one. Uh, don't forget you can find Braddo on Off The Bench Podcast, and he does write-ups all across Facebook, so have a look. Um, I will work out how to get him to Twitter. I haven't really looked into it. Sorry, Braddo. Um, Grant the JMK, but it is something I have thought long and hard about this week. Um, I think he said it nets you about 100K or thereabouts. That's, that's upgrade money. To a Joey Manu, I guess. Um, or a Maddo from Nat Butcher. Whatever way I decide to go. Nat Butcher not going to lose me no money, I suppose. And doesn't play the buy round either, so he's no good to me. Um, but, fellas, Grant JMK. Plausible, feasible? Ideally, you wouldn't. You'd like to find another way to get JMK, but I understand where they're coming from. Yeah. Especially with the buy and an origin coming up. And Harry hasn't been smashing it out of the park above everyone else continuously week in, week out. Yep. So uh, has been a bit fickle this year. It has been a shit spot, hasn't it? Like Um, in saying that, like you still wanted to start with Harry because Harry still has pumped out the numbers. Like you could have started with Marshall King as well, but 
he's had already had a couple of weeks off as well. So he would have lost out and needed to upgrade or cop a hit there somewhere. So he's still getting points off Harry, even though they weren't great points. Um, so he still is soaring above the pack in that regard, but he's set to lose a lot of money from what, like, he's been up to near, what was he, at 860000 or something the other week. Um, he's been up there. So yeah. it's it's one of them things, do we cop the hit? Like, if I look through my team now, I've copped some already decent hits of of cash. Yeah, so 8.36 he was. 8.36, there yeah. you go. Um, so he's already lost over 100 from that. Yeah, he's down to 7. Uh, 6.99. There you go. So he's lost a massive chunk, set to lose more. Um, I'll see a world where it's not a stupid idea. Yeah, well, I think if you're looking for consistency, I think Jeremy Marshall King is the way to go. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I went from Robson to Jeremy Marshall, Jeremy Marshall King, um, and you know he's done he's done me no wrong. He hasn't got a as high a ceiling as Grant. Um, uh, he, uh, yeah. We know he can pump out hundreds whenever he feels like it, you know. Um, but I guess that's the risk you take with a position like hooker, you know. You well, can you... go someone who's consistent, who's going to get you some good points every week in, week in, week out. Would you go someone like Grant, who at the moment, he, like his lowest score I can see is 31 last week against Manly. He's got a 44 as well. 44 against Tigers as well. But at the same time, he's pumped at 105 against Titans. Yeah. Do you take that risk? You do. Like, you do. What's working in Jeremy Marshall King's favour is his team slowly coming back to, like, Felice will be back, I think, next week, if not this week. Um, this week. Is it this week? There you go. So, I like Jeremy Marshall King. For me, personally, I don't know if I do the trade just because I would like to... I just... Harry Grant's potential... You know, has me a bit yeah. worried on Jeremy Marshall. So, oh, look, last week, JMK easily showed up Harry Grant. But I think the whole Storm team as a whole sort of got shown up. So, um, well, this was, wasn't a super coach friendly game, really. No, nah, well, I expect a bounce back this week from Melbourne, even though it's against, I think, the Warriors. Um, don't know if I'd play Warbrick this week, owners. <laughs> but yeah, told you get a try last week, but didn't I? Yeah, yeah, cheering. Uh, also, just uh, so we move on from the Grant JMK thing. Just on uh, Brado's other other things he was chatting about AFB. Uh, he's chugging along under the radar a little bit over there at the Warriors. Um, got a PPM of one, so it's just going to come down to minutes. AFB. And um, and so once hopefully minutes, a couple more minutes come for him. Better things come. Yeah, well, he's um at the moment he's averaging uh, PPM of one point two two, uh, which is pretty good, pretty pretty good. Um, sc- scored two tries in that. The lowest score he's had is a thirty eight. Um, in 52 minutes against the Sharks. Um, so there was one one that was a bit down there. 
Um, and then the other his other lowest was first round, 46 minutes. He got 47 points against the Knights. Um, but besides that, he's been chugging along. He's got both times they've played Cowboys. He scored 79 and 67. Um, scored a try against Roosters. Scored a 79. Last three scores, um, Sharks 38 and 52 minutes, Newcastle 52 and 51, and Cowboys 79 in 45 with a try. Mm. Oh, yeah, jumping off the page here. Yeah. Mm, break even of 33 at 545. Would you take the pun on a TPJ over him? He plays the buy round, but two AFB. I'd like to see TPJ first. After it took him, like well, he's meant to be back around two originally. Yeah, took him a while. It's around eight now. Yeah, he's got a lot of pent up energy. He could be suspended for a month. Well, you, you know what? He came out. He played pretty decently um, in a beaten side the other day. Good offloads. Um, some you know how he gets his offloads. Some of the miracle yeah. ones, man. They're fucking great to watch, but. Yeah, I seen Whisper and that jump straight on, and I thought, oh, this could go either way. <laughs> could get a 10 or he could get a 100, but he chugged along at 50, which isn't bad. Um, and I just you see him getting more and more minutes as time progresses coming back from his injury, so. Yeah, definitely. It'd be a punt. It'd be a punt to jump on early. I don't have the cash to do it, but. Yeah, and Britton Nakora, he's one that got away from everyone, I think. Um, with SJ, uh, not SJ, with Hines not starting, I didn't even give him a second thought, yeah. to be brutally honest. I just thought, oh, you know, um, Trindle's not the Nico. player Nico was, but he still put him through them gaps, yeah. and he runs them great lines, Nikora, yeah. um, to his credit. He's, when he burst onto the scene, he was running great lines, and then he had that centre wing, 40-hour year, and then he come back again, and now he's... There was your second row centre wing. Do you remember you could stack him? <clears throat> yeah. And it was only and it was to you if you remember that first year he did come, if you hung on for them last five games at Cruel Jar, he was a sell with a couple of weeks to go, old Nakora. But yeah, anyway, I remember because it got me. <laughs> <laughs> well no, um, he's he's still only three and a half percent owned. So the vast majority of us, yeah. All all miss that. Yeah. Yeah, he's He's one that got away, and now you're paying out your ass to get him. Um, mm. All right. Do you pay out your ass to get him? Uh, if You know what? In a perfect world, if I'm fully set everywhere else, yeah, yeah, for sure. Would you but, go, Would you find the extra cash to go him over Maddo? Um, Personally not for me. Um, he's at 744, has a break-even of 91. So if you are going to go him, I'd probably hold off yeah. a week. Um, Maddo's on 701, I think Madison is. Um, has a break-even of 49. 709, sorry, with a break-even of 49. So I'd rather get Maddo in this week um, and then look at getting Nakora in next or depending how it goes possibly the week after. Well, the thing in Maddo's favour is he's a, he's a th- around 13 by player. Um, so that helps his cause to getting into to my side faster than an Acora. Um, but yeah, perfect. If you had a perfect team set, I'd 
I'd definitely chase in the quarry, especially if he's that lowly owned at less than 5%. Like, that's that's pod, mate. Yeah. You know, and if he's getting these, playing. And he's getting these mad scores, man, like, you sort of, yeah, if you can do it, do it, but it's a luxury. You got any live ones there, Louis, or? Got a few. Hold on, give me one sec. Uh, so, uh, Dave Whiteley, I need a centre wing around fifty uh five hundred and sixty k. Is Sivo a good enough choice, or who do you think? Oh, I'll just Paris run like it's not bad, is it? Um, I oh know in the buy they got the Cowboys. So. Uh, Sivo they have Broncos. Newcastle, Gold Coast, Raiders, Souths, uh, Souths, Cowboys in the bye. Oh, it's and their first hit. bye. It's a hit, miss. Sort of draw for a Sivo. He doesn't have the base work. He's, he needs them tries to be relevant, mm. you know? Well, I mean, talking about, about about base for him, he's got, what, the past two games he's had 18 in base. And against the Roosters, twenty. It's it's poor base. I mean, somebody's meant brought him up two or three weeks ago. Yeah, and he scored tries um, every week since. I think it was even Nick Heffernan or Footy, even. But even then, it still hasn't been great, has it? Oh, he got sixty something last week. I think that was he's, double. I think he's cheering. We told him not to catch. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, look. For me, Sivo, he's a personal preference and someone that you'd play on matchups. Like, you wouldn't sit him there as a bloke that's going to play every one of those games that Louie just mentioned and he's going to hit in every single one, you know? Um, he's definitely only a play for probably three of those games out of the six. Yeah, and at that price, I think... Would you do something like, um, I know... Tupo, Tupo from the Tigers. Boom, on me list. On your list. On me list, right? <laughs> Tupo and the Tigers, four thirty-six. I think he is this week. Yeah. Um, negative break even. Would you go down to him, bank the cash, and then push up to get someone better the following? Um, look, I like that Tupo Junior Tupo from the Tigers. Granted, he's only had one real decent game. But if you actually watch that game, he got busy. I think he, he he grew an inch as the game went on too. Like he was bulldozing dudes, and he was having fun. Yeah. You know? So I he think that was a, that was a turning point for him as a footballer. Like I think he realised what he could do that day. And granted, I, he's had a buy since then, and we don't know if they're going to come out with that same win mentality. But I liked what I seen from him in a in a Tiger squad. You know, yeah. So that's that's the only down point in the Tigers squad. Tigers, well, they give Tigers up. They've, they've already give up, in my opinion. They yeah, give up. They like just... they they're not a team that's. You know what? The other week, they probably should have won that game against um, us, and they probably should have won that game against Para. You know, it's the fact that it was the Tigers. <laughs> That it got away from a man. Like, somehow we, as the dogs, now we're not renowned for 
for clawing our way out of a hole like that either. Yeah. But the Tigers are well less renowned for doing it than we are. And, and they had that game in the bag. Not in the bag, but they had the momentum coming home and then it was an, an error or something, shit penalty that gives them the game. And then against Para last time they played, Charlie Staines drops that ball and Drop just killed the momentum that they'd built. They were, they were on the come home. You know, they were... Granted, don't know if they would have produced anything out of that set of six, but they definitely had the wind behind them. And that was a game I felt that they really needed to win as a club, and they didn't. And now, where do they go from here, you know? Like, they're, they're still 6-0, and oh, man. 6 and a bye. So, it's a big, big and, it, and even the bye, they only just won by a golden point. Fuck it, I don't know, mate. All right, <laughs> There's got to be an investigation. <laughs> I grant, I, I guarantee there were errors at Tiger Town <laughs> on the weekend. <laughs> um, all right. So, any more live on there? Well, yeah. Should yep. I? Uh... Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Um, Walker and Khan for Manu and Garrick. Thoughts? Walker and Khan. Walker and Khan for Manu and Garrick. What Walker? I'm guessing Sam Walker. I'm assuming Jules or something. I'm assuming Sam. Lloyd Clark, if you're on there, please let us know. Lloyd will be watching. He'll let you know in a sec. Uh, Cade Burgess. Uh... Is it worth going Taruva uh, to Junior Tupo, who we were just talking about, uh, to get some quick quick cash and then upgrade to Garrick in a week or two? Yep. Yeah. I, I, if if Tupo goes the way he goes, you might even end up looking to move someone else along before. Or, or when Tupo peaks. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta go somewhere with all these centre wing chiefies that are peaking, so. Might as well take a gamble. He's a, he's not cheap. That's me. That's me thing with him. I think he's already four hundred thousand. Oh. Um. It's not like he's a bottom dollar guy. He's expensive I was already. Freeze, hopefully. Yeah. yeah. So four thirty six. I think he is. Yeah. Yeah. So he's that awkwardly priced, but nah, yeah. On potential, he looked good. <clears throat> you know, I like maybe see another game out. Yeah. On potential, true looks good, and he's in a much better team. Yeah. Yeah. He scored. We scored two tries and got sixty the other week too. Which is disappointing. No line breaks in them, I don't think. But so, yeah. Got any more? Yeah. One more. Uh, Mark Vowles, Vowsy. Vowsy. Uh, 
G'day, you fucking legends. How's uh, he? How do you how do you lads feel about Matto for the run home, or reckon he will be named 18th man for Origin? I think he's safe. I think he's out of Origin. Yeah. I pers- that's me personally. I don't think he gets Origin berth. Um, I don't know why I say that because he's good. So I think he will. I have a feeling he will. Over who? See, well, Murray Angus. played one edge. Gus yeah. is back this week. He's got six weeks to spend his spot. Yeah, which you no doubt will. Olukawatu's got to be mentioned, surely. Yeah. Colin Matungi? Well, he's, he's injured. He's himself six, eight weeks, so. That's what I'm saying. Will he miss game one? But Maddox I, I play middle. He, I reckon he will. I reckon South will say, we're not rushing you back. Just for Origin. Mm. Yeah, well, no, my, definitely not. Well, my thing is, like, I know Origin's a different beast and whatnot else, but if we as New South Wales decide to go with the Payne Haas, Jake Trevojevic front row, that's massive minute front row. <laughs> um, both give you massive minutes if you want them. Um, back row of Yo, Murray, and probably Crichton all give you massive minutes if you want them. Um, you could probably afford to stack that a little bit. More heavily. Liam Martin's in the mix too. Yeah, well, he'll get a, he'll definitely get a bench spot, if not a starting spot. So yeah, there's a few there's a few big minute players, if you know what I mean, going there. Mm. Um Yeah. Yeah, I'm just thinking impact off the bench. Might getting ball playing skills into it. Yeah. Later in the halves. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know. I think He's definitely good enough to be there. Oh, he's de- oh, yeah. definitely good enough to be, especially watching his Parramatta off the bench form last year. Come off the bench and that magic shit for him last year, if you remember, coming in at lock, played well. But don't know, don't know. To be honest, you never know what way Freddie's going. Um, hmm. But Freddie yeah, doesn't know which way he's going most of the time. I think. I, I think he's a safe bet for the year if you want to lock him away. Yeah, hundred percent. Bar an injury, mate, he's yeah. he's yours for the year. That's the that's the only risk. Like you mentioned earlier, a bit one head knock, and it's not a week. No, nah, it's not. You're looking at at least a month. Yeah, he's he's had fucking heaps of concussions. Yeah. One he, one every year since. They're doozies too. Coming to grade, so yeah. Yeah, it's his only real worry is longevity. Uh also Lloyd Clark on that um fucking new Lloyd uh, back. Walker can't for Manu and Garrick. He was talking about Cody. Cody, fuck. Um nah. Why are you selling Cody for? They got the hard run. Now they got a three or four game tough run now, see how it's we got uh We've got we got uh, Penrith this week, Broncos next I think, and then we got the Storm. Yeah, it's a bit, mm. a bit of a shit, doozy. Bit of shit run for codes. Yeah. <laughs> I see the merit in it. He's but he's that guy. He's not fixture proof, but he's that guy that. How are you doing it, Lloyd? Through jewels, obviously Schuster or something. Bring Schuster down to five eight four. Something like that, I'd yeah. say. And then just yeah. for your jewels, you and know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, South have Penrith, Broncos, Melbourne. But then, however, we have Tigers, Para, Raiders, Titans, Dragon. Then our bye. 
So any of those weeks, you think about it, he could go big on any of those weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And he has been a focal point of the attack. Him and Trell been working well. well I'm going to back him in personally. I've got him. I'm going to keep him. Yeah. What do you think Lloyd's trades, but I like him. Getting Garrick and Manu in. Yeah. I feel you can wait a week and give Katie one more week and maybe let one of those two drop, hopefully. Well, who's got the tougher matchup? <laughs> Neither. <laughs> <laughs> um, you just probably have to wait. Hope Gary only gets two tries instead of three. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you want to? Cody's break even's minus four. Oh yeah. So he's, so he's going still up. Gonna earn he's going up. Yeah. Mm. He's got a good chunk of money, mate. Um. You boy, you want to pull up the ride up, the wrap up from, from Adrian. And I'll just quickly ask you a couple of these players bring in, bring out. These these are um, players I've seen on the most traded in, I think. Um, Manu, Joey Manu, highly traded in by the top 1 and 5%. Ruben Garrick, another one. Hayes Dunstar now. I fucking don't understand that one at all. Oh, it's a cash yeah, grab. I'm waiting and seeing, but... He's an AE nightmare, bro. He got a 7 the other week. Um, yeah. If you're going to go on that price, mate, I'll go Jared Croker. I'll put out two scores of 40. Yes. Yeah. At least he's not going to not gonna um, break even of, I think, six. At least he's not going to cost you, cost you, uh, be, be an A nightmare like Dunster definitely could be. Yeah. No, I don't mind that, actually. Um, and he has the kicking as well. Do they have the buy this week, though? Canberra? That's a good question. Yeah, they do. They do. So yeah, they so Croker wouldn't be playing this week. Um, probably why people are looking at Dunster, but on potential you might want to hold on to Croker. Um, they played the buy round. If he's still there, that that is. If he's still playing. Um, but yeah, he might. He's two hundred and thirty-four k. He's done nothing and got forty. So it's not a bad shout, actually, Louis. Um, Maddo highly brought in this week. Mm-hmm. Um, Schuster's another one who's highly brought in this week. Um, He's actually named to play, but I'm scared. I'm bringing in Schuster. He's fucking ta- um, basic base and power, and she's terrible, isn't it? I I have him in my team already. If I didn't, I wouldn't bring him in. No, yeah. nah. see there you go. Louis an owner. He's I'm telling you to get out. And then yeah, Tupu Junior Tupu. We're talking about a really, and that's just off that one. I, I'll be honest. I haven't watched him closely, and I I don't know how many actual games he's played, but. Watching him the other week, fuck, he was really good. He was probably the best on the ground for the Tigers, um, in my opinion. And then Jacob Host, he looks like he's got that edge spot for a little bit. I know he's not setting the world on fire, but as these games get a bit harder, it tends to benefit the forwards a bit more. So these three weeks, you could see Jacob Host have to do a bit more work, which might in, like get him a few increases if you catch me. Yeah. It's only a might. I wouldn't say he's definitely going to set the world on fire, but <laughs> there's there, in 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 a world where it's a tougher game, you do see your forwards have to work a bit harder. So yeah. I assume he's in for a good couple of weeks, in my opinion, over there, especially if you can maintain the minutes. Louis, heard anything on the minutes of host? Uh, nothing, nothing at the moment. Looks but, like they're I mean, given or? given Kalamatungi, uh, host has been hasn't been. He's been chugging along nicely, you know. Um, but given Colin 
given Colin Matungi is out for six to eight weeks, who took that? Who took that? Cheekam. Did Cheekam take that spot, or has Cheekam gone the other side? Reckon Cheekam will go on the other side, and Host will go where Kalua Matungi was. Well, I think I was, I was going to say Jai Arrow, but I think he's been named at prop this week. Yeah, he's he's. Um, I've, I've looked at Jai Arrow at prop. If we remember, he's better in the middle. I was actually about to mention Jai Arrow as a possible possible guy you could get in as well. I know his break even's a bit up there this week. Um, but, I mean, he he did well for his first game back. Bro, when he was well. at the Titans, he was he was a weapon man. You know, he, I don't know what happened to him, but he's got it in him. It's in there somewhere. And nine out of ten players generally get a bit better as they get older. He seemed to regress super coach-wise. I don't know how he's doing on the field, like, as for the team. But super coach-wise, he's regressed over the years. Jai Arrow. You were yeah. never really big on him, but. No, when he was at the Titans, he was good. He was pretty much their only forward. He was doing everything. Yeah. And since he's been at South, yeah, he's definitely taken a step back. Could the front row be the spot for him, Bart? Like, uh, it, just, it just depends on his minutes, I think. Well, he's back in the middle. Like that. only reason he went in the middle is Cam Murray's so good. Back in the middle is probably not a He likes it in there. He likes the... Yeah, if he gets 55, 60 minutes, yeah. Good, he's got an offload. He's, he's going to punch out 45 to 50 at prop. He punched Not out 75 so last week. Don't think he scored a try, did he? No, no. So I was just about to say, uh, 61 minutes he played. Punch out to 75. 59 of that was base. He had a, yeah, he had a rip snorter of a game, man. Uh, <laughs> and for me, like he's sort of done it. I know he's got injury, injury worries, but... Yeah, he he looked really good for, mm. for me at prop. I'll, in a, in a good world, you could have him there at prop for the year. Yeah, came back strong. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you got the um. Got weekly the wrap up. Yep. Got the weekly wrap up. Here we go. So week seven kicked off with a classic apprentice v mentor game. Uh, Bennett v. Uh, Demetrio. Early on, it looked like the the wily old one still had some knowledge left to impart as the Broncos uh, do, Broncos had an off day today. As the Dolphins scooted away to leave fourteen six, uh, but then the young young with superior talent prevailed with thirty unanswered points. Uh, with Bennett's favourite Cody Walker sticking the knife in what was a blinder of a game. Uh, hyped up as a battle of Brookvale, reimagined, and boy did it not disappoint. The tone was set early when Olam was shit. When Olam, the shit brick house himself, was crunched by Aloye and Olukawatu. Fucking wanted to hit though, like oh, wasn't it wide? Right. got absolutely pummeled. Right. Um, saying that, saying that, it did take two fours to put a, put to put a shot on on Olam though. I'll tell you um, what, though, Juzzy, I don't think he's ever been here like that in his whole nah, career. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know what the fuck well, even, even playing in Papua New Guinea, where they, they just fucking smash the fuck out of each other, man. That's like, tough. Oh, bro, That's I love tough. watching the Kumuls play, man. Even yeah. though there's no real like, class about them, I fucking love watching them match. Each, <laughs> each, each tackle, they almost pretty much each tackle, they look to put a shot on. Yeah. Each and every tackle. They're the best. Yeah. Hard even their game. cheeks, man. Their cheeks mm. do the same. Their cheeks are out there trying to smash people too. Like, it's great. Yeah, it is. Go Kumul football. I do like their brand of football. 
what ensued what what ensued was a brutal encounter with three sin bins and plenty of off the ball hits. Uh, ter- terrific stuff from the two favorite teams. Uh, he hates. Uh, love watching DC and Munster getting smashed. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Um, it depends what time of year. <laughs> depends what time of year. Yeah, at Origin time, I don't like seeing them get smashed. No, I do. Take, oh, no. take a long neck. <laughs> <laughs> DC all year you round. can, but leave Munster alone. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, the game itself was okay. But who was watching the footy, really? Um... Hines put forward more evidence in the case for the Blues number six as ill discipline continues to be the bane of the Roosters. Um, it was a very defensive game, the first for most of the game until yeah, Nico Hines exploded in that second half. Um, as you saw, question actually, I'll come back to that. Come back to that later. I'll continue. Um, the other Walker starred as the as the Warriors continued its mission to keep a live league in New Zealand. Um, what's his name of the coach? Uh, Webster. 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 He's he's transformed that side, hasn't he? Fucking really? Oi, hasn't Big he time. He has um put steel into him, man. Like there's steel in him. Like normally, you can. I don't know if it's, you can out mental, you can mentally out outplay a warrior side. I guess in years gone by, you just quickly rush some points on, and they sort of like they collapse. They don't really handle it well. But this team sort of just thinks, oh, oh we got this, we can score points, or we can defend it. And they haven't looked shit yet. Like really, they've looked like a side that's got better and better and better every week yeah. since the season started. And I think you'll find Nathan Cleary said last year at the end of the season that he was probably one of the bigger losses for the club going forward was Andrew Webster, more yeah. so than Serraldo and shit. So, um, was that you telling me that? No. Oh, someone was telling me that. But yeah. yeah that's the first I've heard of that. No, yeah, supposedly Cleary come out and um, I've, said I've, he... I've heard that it, he was the unsung hero behind the scenes. Yeah, he was very underrated and... Yeah, we didn't get the profile that Rallo did, that's for sure. Well, it's going on to show in leaps and bounds what what he's done over there with a a side that well, it's been a bit of a basket case for years. Like they've always had good potential, but no one's ever got the best and, out of well, them. Well, when you compare it to what Torello's done with a pretty decent roster over at Belmore. Oh, to our credit, we've we've fucking hit, we're struggling with injuries and shit. That is true. Um, that's fair. But in saying that, our, we still don't have a fullback, like a proper fullback, and we still haven't signed one. We've got Crichton going there, but... I think Dufty's still floating around. No, he's gone. He's in England, thanks. <laughs> but yeah, like, we 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 might have a okay roster, but if you look at their roster, it's not shit. No. Like, the Warriors roster's a good roster. You know, bringing Chansey back was a good move from the club, I think. Um, SJ. SJ. Panua Blake, like there's just there's some guys there and Tohu Harris is fucking unsung hero every week. We talk about just about uh Tohu every year and no one jumps on till it's too late. But he goes he goes so unnoticed and he's such a hero of the side and then Jazz Tavanga, he does his own shit too, man. I've got Jazz in the draft. 
And Jazz has been chugging along very nicely for me, <laughs> let me tell you that now, you know. So, yeah, it's one of them things. I like the Warriors and where they're at. Yeah, definitely. Very impressed with Webster. Yeah. yeah. Um, Next game, the Panthers. How good are they? The Knights stuck it to them and looked like the points were theirs as Gamble kicked a 77th minute field goal. But no, that man clearly iced one to force extra time. And, well, the rest is history. Um, Still, two out of four FGs is an average outing for the money man. Uh, And Reed Money lacked his usual composure as the Blue and Gold Army welcomed him back with everything but open arms, booing his every touch and rejoicing his every mistake. And there were a lot of them. He was garbage, mate. He... They got under his skin hard. Yep. Um... He wasn't, and that, you know what? They know he's not fast out of dummy half in that one direction. So every time he went that way, that the hands were all over him, man. You know, and yeah, that's the joys of playing your old club, I guess. Like everyone knows everything about you, but fuck, he got exposed so hard, and he like, let him get to him, yeah. And now for the for the rest of the year, clubs are going to be into it, doing exactly exactly what Parra showed him how to do, and. That's that's something he's gonna have to fix in his game, and we're gonna struggle some more. Like, yep. you know, hard. It was the back of some of the shit that he was doing and giving away stupid, stupid penalties. On back of the errors that he's just made. Yeah, and it's like, come on, mate. Like at that point, he should have got hooked. He shouldn't have got moved to half back. Like, um, everyone's going off. Oh, Flano got Flano got hooked from half back. I think you'll find Reed Money got hooked out of hooker, mate. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's what actually happened. Like Reed Marnie was getting exposed in there. Like every time he went to throw off the ball, bang, hand in there, not touching the ball, just slap him in the arm, which is that's his fucking problem, you know? The defender's entitled to do that as long as they don't hit the ball. So yeah, we got a lot of work to do. They they played him well. They played him well. Very well. Um uh, Regan Campbell Gillard and Paulo laid the platform against the hapless Bulldogs with their ever expanding injury list. Do I feel sorry? No, not one iota. Okay, maybe a smudgeon for Bergs. <laughs> uh, on second thought, fuck it. With Manly and Melbourne bashing each other, I'm a happy camper. And that is this week's wrap up. Cheers, Adrian. Um, Windsor Chinese, if anyone's in the area, go and try yourself a gay time ice cream ball. That shit hot. Um, we're getting there one week. We'll get there, Ado. I swear, bro. Sorry, just one one thing. That Thank was, you for that, Ado. One thing that was touched on uh, in that wrap up, um, and Kate Burgess um, has actually made a comment about it. A bit super coach off topic, but would you pick Luai or Hines at five eight for New South Wales? I fucking personally, I'd pick. Nico Hines any day of the week. Oh, I'm, I'm with you on that. Just on form. Yeah, you're a Queenslander. You're yeah. a vlog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, you're not doing much better to see <laughs> For my team, I am. <laughs> Surely uh, you got to pick Nico, man. He's last, like, last year and then what he's done this year so far since he's been back. As long as he keeps that up. He's fucking nice lucky to keep his seven jersey, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, th- this season is a prime example of you're seeing what Luai is without a big kick out running off his hip. There's not much that c- that's coming out of him. Well, his creativity's a bit down. Confidence, I think, slacking a bit for him. Have, not having a big kick out there to do his 
dirty work when him come in and do his fucking little niggle and shit, you know what I mean? Um, mm. Nico, on the other hand, if you look back at Nico's career, um, Nico came through at Melbourne, um, didn't look out of place in the Melbourne team, if not made it look a bit better for while he was there. Um, Ooh, be cool, mate. What? I'm not saying he made it better than when Pappenhausen's there. I'm just saying he Isn't made that it what look... you pretty much said? No, 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 no. Like, the feeling, <laughs> the feeling, like, he's done better than Nick Meany ever did. And Nick Meany's going all right. Yeah, he's going all right, but he's not doing what Nico, Nico was did. Nico was at next level, though. You know? Yeah. Um, then Nico's gone to a club where every single, I think, every single podcast, any, every single commentator just about said, oh, he's going to go to the Sharks and it's going to be a bit hard for him being a seven at a new club transitioning from fullback. Done it with fucking ease. You know what I mean? Played. <laughs> he did. Um, at Melbourne, I think, if you really look deep enough, he didn't always solely play at fullback. He transitioned into the halves a couple of times, done okay there. And for me, Nico doesn't need a six or a seven. I think he just does Nico shit, you know, and he's just everywhere you sort of need him to be, which is... And the other thing that fucking makes me want to get Nico, he said something in the papers today, actually, is he fucking hates Queensland. Right, no, you want seven, you want 18, I want me 18th man fucking out there hating the fuckers too, man. I don't want them to be. I know that everyone's well, water boys it. hate you. Oh, yeah, good. Everyone <laughs> should hate everyone. Like, you should be going out there fucking hating people. That, and not, that poor gallon, I'm going to rip your head off of the opposition type attitude. That's origin, mate. That's origin. And I think for a long time we haven't had that. Like you say, we don't get origin or whatever, but that's that's a big step in the right direction. If you've got a bloke standing there saying, "I fucking hate Queensland, I hate the jersey, I hate the place," rah rah rah. Don't mind it every other time of the year, but fucking hate it during these fucking twelve weeks, you know. And kudos to him, man. You got to remember, he played a lot of his footy in Q Cup. He didn't get recognised in New South Wales. He got recognised Q Cup, brought down to Melbourne. So. He's lived Queensland, poor bastard. He hated it, you know? He hated being there. Bullshit. Putrid. <laughs> His ideal lifestyle. He's fucking still... You've had to give him a million dollars a year just to wash the filth off him <laughs> down there at the Sharks. And, <laughs> I mean, think about it from a New South Wales team's perspective. Imagine you've got Nathan Cleary controlling one side of the... T- one half of the team. Nico Hines the other. He's had too many you've... chefs in the kitchen. Nah. Because no, I think you'll no. find... And then you got Isaiah Yo doing what Isaiah Yo does. Yeah, you can just fucking bench him for Murray. For Damien bit. Cook trying to explode out of there doing what Damien Cook does, which goes against what Nico and Nath on early ball. Yeah, well, we'll see how it goes. I just like, I like oh, Nico's, even if Nico's a 14. All you got to do is pretty much get the ball to your centres and let him go. Yeah, give them a little bit. They only need a little <laughs> bit. <money. laughs> they don't need much more. <laughs> We're lucky in that department. Um, but, yeah. All right, got, so you got any more live ones there? I'll go on to some. We'll go. You can do yours first. That's fine. All right. Teddy Woods. Hello, team. Big Ted. Big Ted. Big Ted. Uh, just a few questions. Is it too early to naff? Gents, mm. you've contemplated it today. I'm, t- I'm contemplating it at the moment, but I'm, I don't want to. I think it might be a bit too early, but there's just nothing available. I, I think it depends on where your team is, really. If you're if or if the trades that you're looking to do, if you're looking to bring in a gun, well, I'm looking to get him at What sort of person are you looking to bring in as enough? Are you going to try to? I'd be enough now to send a wing. Yeah, but are you going to try to um, 
Notre Dame is it and bring in someone that might get a few games over the buy rounds or you're just going to flat out nuff it so you can have that nuff for the year. Like your Jared Anderson from the Dogs of years gone by. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. Don't know the nuff you go for yet? Yeah, no. That's, oh. why, that's another reason why I'm torn. Yeah. All right. Um, I, don't, I think it's too early yet, Teddy, unless, unless it's enough, a dual enough that might get definitely or might get a run is what I'm looking at. I wouldn't look to nuff completely out just in case because it's an injury. It's an injury if good game, man. Um, yeah. And then is Joey Manu the golden ticket? Well, if the you were going to half opposition, would you know? Ah, uh, centre wing. Centre wing or second row. Maybe one of the spots in the second row. Probably not, though, because I've already got enough sitting there in John's. you got not playing, you know what I mean? So, um, all right. Uh, is Joey Manu the golden, like the golden ticket from Willy Wonka this week? I'm hoping so. Potentially, yes. I'm going to say potentially, yes, Teddy. It just, it depends on where the roosters are at. They've been a bit clunky of late, you know. So it might take a couple of weeks for Joey to find his feet in at six, but I still expect him to have massive hit-ups and tackle breaks and offloads and shit. I'm not backing him in. I still expect him to do well. Well, I... Well, um, to be honest, I, I've got the C on him, so I'm hoping he's a golden ticket. <laughs> Please be the golden ticket. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, all right. Um, how deep? How deep will the Tigers? How deep will the Tigers fall in the hole? How, how much further can they fall? I, I think they can. I don't think they can get a win all year. Oh, I think that's how low they can go, man. I think they might get one, but that'll be it. Who are against? <laughs> Who, are against? Who are they going to beat? The Rabbitohs. Whoever has an absolutely shit house Probably game. the fucking Knights. Yeah, I don't know. Who they get a win against at Para. the moment? Yeah. And will Juzzy get a tie rip start? Yep. Well, he hasn't made it tonight because he's getting re-stitched or something. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Hey, <Beck>. Juzzy. <laughs> um, Brad Smith. Every trade I made. Every trade I make is made with the buys in mind. That being said, I am looking at bringing in Ola. Who who could be uh, who could well be this week? Ola Kawatu. I don't think he gets Origin this year. He might get a bench spot, um, but I don't think he does personally. You mm-hmm. you said he might. No, I think he'll be in the conversation. Yeah, I hope he doesn't. Well, I don't he want does play in Origin. He plays the buy around, so it is a good shout. In saying that, he hasn't been setting the world on fire, Brad, either. He's been doing okay. No, I'm, I'm looking at his stats now, and look, he's what he's got a 52 against the Bulldogs in eight, in 80. Yeah. Um, Para 60 in eight. Oh, this is all again. He's all played 80 minutes. So Para yeah. he scored 60. South he scored 71. 70, uh, 74 against Newcastle. Both of those are with a try. Um, oh, sorry, the para, the 60, 60 points with two tries. Um, and yeah, then, no line breaks, but... And, and then Penrith and Melbourne, you both got a 51 and 54. So not not the biggest... He is an attacking... We do know he's an attacking stat-heavy player, but he gets them attacking stats a lot. Like, he definitely gets um, line breaks and offloads and shit. 
he is missing his um, centre wing partner, but like in Cooler and um, Tula Pelotu. So that confidence would be a bit mm. on throwing them balls would be a little bit down as well, you know, not having them guys that you've trained all year with. So I don't know, I like him. I do like him. Had him all year last year and I loved having him all year last year. Yep, had them 50 games in him, but very rarely. If that's the worst he's going to do, it's not horrible. Yeah. He's worthy shout. He is a worthy shout. Um, best best attacking thing they got over there. Yeah. Uh, Saxy, thoughts on this one? Also, oh, what? Except for Tom Turbo. Yeah, Turbo. <laughs> Saxy, thoughts on this one? Also, why does Louis look like a 30-year-old single mum who's ready to settle down? <laughs> <laughs> Louis, I'll let you answer that one. No comment. It's all for Saxy. He's from Melbourne. He's ready to settle down too, don't you? <laughs> Um, so he's, <laughs> he's bringing, he's bringing in Howarth, Madison and Garrick. So there's that center wing second row jewel that we're talking about. Um, yep. Howarth could get a run through the origin period too. Um, but he's brought in Madison and Garrick, which is power moves for the cost of Preston, Nat Butcher and Hayes Perham. I think Hayes Perham's got to go on with you on that one this week. Saxy's got a BE of a hundred. Um, well, apart, uh, apart from Munster and Grant, who's playing Origin for the Storm? Uh, Welch will probably play. Yeah. Um, don't know who else. Don't know I who can't else. Can't think of anyone else. Harry Grant. Yeah, Munster Grant. Xavier Coates. Xavier Coates. No, I don't think so. Don't, know. don't think he does enough for me. Um, but do you like them trades from Saxe bringing in Howarth? Maddo and yeah. Garrick for Preston, Butcher and Perham. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Must yeah. have some cash bank. He must. Uh, Kez. Kez J. Austin. He's coming 5,000th. Scored a 10.83 last week. I uh, just asked, can you guys have a look at my team during the podcast and discuss what my next move should be? Um, he has a starting hooker of Harry Grant and Egan, Hass, Gilbert, Paulo, Isaac Fasuma Ale, Defee, Katoa, Hoskins, Preston, Ford, Couchman. Into Nathan Cleary, SJ, Burton, Katoa, Marju, Holmes, Chansey, Taruva, AKP, Warbrick, Croker, Mitchell Walsh. I think you got to upgrade Taruva. Or downgrade Taruva and upgrade SJ and get Hines. Yeah, yeah. Get Nico. Or even get rid of Wade Egan. Um, For who? I don't know. I don't, he's got 480k before doing any trades. Well, doing, he's already done one trade. I'd boost as well, bro. you got yeah. four boosts there. Well, if you can go Wade Egan, do a Jeremy Marshall King or Harry Grant if you want. He's got Harry, so and, Wade Egan. And get Hines as well. Yeah, you've got the cash there to do it. Do it. Do it, Kaz. Dan Nickel, morning lads. Tossing between Guffo and Teddy. Guffo's solid average is 67 bike average versus 230k cheaper Teddy than starting price. Surely he hits form soon. I have to agree. I'm on the Teddy train this week. I'm even thinking about captaining him. Um, I know it's ballsy, but... Yeah, I think if I bring him in, I think I brought him in on thinking that he's going to go well, so I might as well. I fucked up with Nico and not did it that week, so 
I'm gonna do it with Teddy for sure if I do it. So I might just break him. Garfo, <laughs> <laughs> don't get Teddy now. <laughs> Garfo, though, he's just he's solid. He'll he'll definitely play the buy round against the Cowboys. He'll be undermanned with no at least no Val Holmes. Um, so yeah, I, I don't mind Garfo. He's just yeah, two hundred and thirty k dearer than Teddy. I want to see how Teddy goes with Manu at six. See how it all works. Yeah. Yes, Ted's give him an answer. I'll let that one slide through to the keeper. Um, TPG, RCG, RCG or AFB worth getting from Dale James? Who'd be? What'd be your order there? Brad's all over AFB. We had a chat about him earlier. Mm-hmm. I like TPJ. Just I think he'll get better as weeks go I think on. The high potentials with TPJ. Yeah. Pull the trigger on TPJ, Dale. Fuck it, mate. You only live once. If it goes wrong, you can blame me next week. Uh, Michael Mizzy. Sivo, Katoa, or Penasini? I like Penasini. I'll be honest. One of my um, drafts I have done this week uh, for trades, one of them was actually getting in Penasini for Karaz. I mean, he's... He goes well. He goes he, well. He's he a beast, points. man. He goes very underrated, Penasini, I feel like. You hear all this shit, Joey Manu, Joey, uh, not Joey Manu, Joseph Suwali. Oh, mate, it's just the same age. He does the same shit. You know what I mean? He's pretty good, Penasini. Um, I don't mind him. He, so for me, I'm on Penasini out of all them. He averages about 40 in break even, which is pretty good for a centre wing. It's what you want. Um, and... Katoa and Sivo. Katoa from the Sharks, I'd assume. Yeah, I'm probably on Penasini. Break even at 13 this week. Mm. Not a massive fan of any. I'd probably go Katoa, but just because of the Nico factor. No, doesn't play the buy, but... Mm, not too worried. Alright, Kev. he's got a much higher ceiling. You keep that... You keep that um, mic up. Kevin Mulhern, why am I shit super coach? <laughs> <laughs> well, Kev, I'm on the same boat, so I just want to weigh you what these boys have got to say. You, you're listening to us, bud, so there's probably a bit of your problem. Yeah, well, as long as he's not doing what we're telling him, he's all right. <laughs> <laughs> so the rest of you are just ask questions. Don't worry about what I just said to Kevin. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I think it's, you know what, it's a year by year thing, Kev, like, you can't be good every year, if you notice, we've, we've noticed with just doing the podcast, some people up there some years, and they're fucking 30,000 for the whole year, the next two, and then up there again the following year, it's just a matter of picking it from the start, and like we talked about last year, injury, last week, injuries and suspensions, and they're flowing in a lot thicker and faster than ever before, the suspensions and shit like that. So it's just it's getting harder and harder to do. Like like I said at the start of the year, um, this year, the less you knew last year, the better off you were. And I feel the same sort of thing this year as well. If you didn't go in so gun heavy, you would have come out a bit more on top. Like if you went in with your Rosarcos and your fucking Hammers and your shit like that at the start of the year, off, gee, you would have been flying along like, their points were coming good. Yeah, definitely. Um, Dane Greyregger, 
Dane, should I trade Trell to Teddy with South's three games, three tough games coming up? Frees up 230k. No. Yeah, Trell's Trell's a freak of nature. I have to say it. he's not match he's not fixture proof, but he's definitely whenever Trell wants to have a go day, he definitely. <laughs> he usually <laughs> has a go against the good teams. And you can guarantee the um, any points that come from South in those three games, you can. Almost, almost put money on it that it will come through him. He'll have a hand in it there somewhere. Yeah. I do see, the, I do see the upside of two hundred and thirty k banking. But what happens? And this is my biggest fear. What happens if Teddy does just chug along at forty five fifties for the rest of the year, mm-hmm. and you'll never be able to get trail back because Teddy's just not going to produce. Dude, yeah. Hoping, you know, um, it's a massive <clears throat> gamble. But if you're feeling it. Because I'm, I'm feeling it too. Like I said, I'm, if, if I bring him in, I'm captaining him. So. Well, I, I just don't understand where he's getting signs from that he's all of a sudden going to explode. Like what, what he's shown you over the last couple of weeks that shit's just going to change this week. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I drink. No. Oh, I think he's just panicking that he's a Miss Reese Walsh. Yeah, and he's right. just trying to find a quick fix to get a quick boost up to Reese Walsh, and you're just hoping Teddy's going to do Teddy of old things and get you to Reese Walsh as quickly as possible. That's exactly what well, I'm hoping, and I, I hope that I'm right. <laughs> like you should hope that for your friend too. Like, <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? But like, here I am, <laughs> just trying to super coach you that and be cool, and yeah, you fucking crush my well, drinks. I mean, Latrell has a break even this week of negative twenty one. Yeah, he's yeah. still gonna earn cash. So yeah, you, you could wait a week on that even Dane. Like look look somewhere else. See how Latrell goes against this tough matchup. If he does He'll be fine. Doesn't produce then whatever. But if he turns up, man, you've you've lost out on massive money and that's a trade you could make next week and be close to three hundred grand, you know? Um and and I think uh, shit, I'm not doing that trade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you go, you go. I was going to say, um, and their draw after those three games, they've got then Tigers, Para, Canberra, Titans, and um, uh, Titans and St. George. Tigers got to win one, bro. <laughs> Tigers got to win one somewhere. I don't think so, but people out there do. Um, nah, I'll, I'll, pick, I'll get one. That's some team will have an off day and they'll put something together. Luke Brooks will score a, a golden point winner, field goal. 35 metres out from yeah, the side, Luke, Brooks, side line. Luke Brooks will need to score me fucking 50 tries, set up 17 others, and kick Still, it out 100 goals to get his 65 yeah. average. <laughs> Still just scraping it. <laughs> um, all right, Bradley Baxter. Karaz to Manu for my first trade. Holmes to Garrick for my second trade. Is Holmes to Garrick sideways? Also, Mulitano worth the extra 200k over Escatoa. As I want some of the sharks back line with their draw coming up. What was the first one again? Karaz to Manu, yeah, first fine, trade. Like Holmes to Garrick, second. And he's Holmes to Garrick sideways. Will be. Why are we trading Holmes here? I think because he's probably going to play Origin and. Yeah. Turning around eight. Yeah, I know. I don't know. Garrick seems to be the safer bet. I guess I've, I've had Holmes, and he's I've always worried coming up against the Garrick owner more so than the Holmes owner lately. <laughs> well, I mean, with drink with Drinky back in the squad, Holmes will be getting 
better ball, which he already has started. Yeah, he has, but still not setting the world on fire. The Cowboys are shit at the moment. Got a 45. Oh, fuck's going on. 45 with a try last week. He's horrible. So, that no fun. line break. Still. Um, Missed his goals too. And then also, is Multano worth the extra 200k over Katoa? So either one of them go on runs at either time. I think Mulatalo is a safe bet, but I don't know about 200k safer. Yeah, we'll see. You know Katara is eventually going to get some He'll sort of run. Trick or something, yeah. But, yeah, m- 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 uh, Ronaldo's definitely <laughs> their go-to guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely their go-to guy. Um... So, yeah, I'd probably pocket the 200k, eh, and look to strengthen something elsewhere. Because they're both going to do same-same. You know, if it's not... The price difference doesn't justify... <laughs> the price difference uh, doesn't justify the points difference. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> Matty Drew. Who is your one big smoky for the next few weeks, fellas? I, I, I flicked you that. Bit earlier, so you could have a think about it. Um, for me, you know what? With with Pong Dog back, I'm gonna throw it out there. Um, what's his name? Fitzgibbon. Oh. Fitzgibbon. Um, he scored a heap of tries with Ponga next to him. He started the year Ponga's man. I think he. I think all off season they would have been training that way. He runs a good line too, Fitzy. He, he does, man. Like as much as we've talked shit about him in yeah. the past, but he does run a good line. He scores a good try, man. Um, and his dad pays their bills, so he's definitely getting that start. He's a good. <laughs> he's a good first try scorer. Yeah, he scored. He we both them games we're talking about. I think he scored first try in them games for Newcastle. First try in them games yeah. altogether. So, and that was off the back of Ponga. Ponga brilliance. It was short ball. What about this? Could I could I tempt you with this instead of talking Teddy and all the rest of it? Could you see a world where we bring in a pong? Yep. Um, for the next couple of weeks. Yep. Instead I was of happy to Teddy. start the season with him with his history, and I'm I'm happy to get him in. See, I'm thinking I'm thinking maybe that now. I think he's a bit cheaper than Teddy too. <laughs> um, at least fuck hundred k. I think he's only five hundred thousand in your pong dog. Yeah, he's pretty cheap. So yeah, I might Very even cheap. I might even have a look into that. Five five thirty he is. Five thirty break even of eighty seven. I've changed that, but Maddie. Because it's one game. I've mm. changed that, yeah. Maddie. Ponga will be my smokey for the next few weeks. Pong dog's the man. He's gonna go well. Mm. Nah, is it shit? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Go Pong. We don't know about the draw, but yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm looking at it now. Yeah. Um, uh, Cowboys, Para, then they got the bye, then they got Titans, Sharks, Manly, and then another bye. Not bad. Ain't that horrible? Not bad. He's been going I really well. Like, he's been chugging along. I wouldn't say nights. really well. That's better, let's, let's way not, better than uh, I expected, lad. <laughs> yeah, let's not <laughs> try and suck up now. You've already rubbished us. No, he's just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's all I've got there. Got any more on the live? Um, and then we'll finish up after the live. Yes. Oh, and we'll do a quick captain's vice captain, fellas. Uh, Danny Sackle. Um, unpopular opinion. 
Love this these. might be the best pod you've done yet, fellas. Thanks, Saxy. Thank you very much for that, Saxy. Have another anal beat, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> Rip start again. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, the joys of Thailand. Um, yeah, you got another one over there. Saxy got another. <laughs> uh, apart from apart from the uh, dragon, Saxy onto the pod, of course. Oh yeah. <laughs> come on, come on, Saxy. Yeah, come on um, down. Adam Robertson looks like Juzzy has lost his hosting gig after tonight. Berg's doing a great job and not falling asleep. Yeah. I do have a picture of it. I felt bad. I was going to put it on Facebook and ask who we're sleeping on this week, but I didn't. And it had a picture of the bong in it. So I had to pull it down. <laughs> it's yeah. after nine, isn't it? Yeah, we're right. Yeah, ten bars. Yeah, yeah sweet. Kids should be in bed. You're a bad parent. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> school, it's school holidays too. <laughs> Kids can do whatever they want. Uh, and what? One last one on the live. One last one. Uh, Kane Birch. Hey, bros. Fun. Uh, fun. Run with Haas. Uh, Otokamanu in prop to Origin, or get better second prop. In brackets, who? Uh, third prop, Mawale. Fourth is Ben Murdoch, Masilla. Or, bring in Matto. Trades out would be Nat Butcher and AKP. Yeah, 34 trades left. Don't hate it. Don't, I don't see why you're making too much of a fuss with front row. Uto's only 10 points behind the next 15 at the most. So We've got Haas up there. Leaps and bounds above everyone else. And you got, yeah. Yeah, don't matter. A bunch of stragglers. Um, dang it, even Tarpany hasn't been crushing it. Well, it neither's Tino either. So it's only Haas up there doing that, and then the others are just all Tohu's around. going okay, but still, he's a bit dear. But I'd rather get Matto in. Well, not when you can just sit. Yeah, you can sit Uto there. He'll still get you probably forty-five, fifty, and then you're bringing in a Matto who's strengthening up your side. When you're bringing in a front rower, for what? 10 points, 15 points at the most. When Maddo bags a try, he gets 100, you know. So it's a massive point swing. I'd bring Maddo in for sure over front rower. Definitely. I would even play Moali the way he's been playing the last two, three weeks. Hasn't been going too bad. He scored a, was it 51? Yeah. 51 last game. 54, sorry. He's doing exactly the same thing Welch is doing for me. At double the money. <laughs> so... Mm. Uh, and one last comment uh, from Mark uh, Escalera. Uh, Buller to slam dunk and slam dunk a double and uh, be the talk of Supercoach next week. Oh, bro, I fucking worry for this poor kid. You, you've seen the you've seen the Tigers team gone. They've named that young Buller, um, Fijian kid. Done well in the trials, but do you? Oh, we've seen it happen heaps of times before. Remember, there was the Jordan Rankins and shit like this. Um, you bring a bloke into a team that's getting flogged week in, week out. Different for a forward. I think I think it's your backs and your creative players that sort of fucking gets to a bit mentally. Um, do you throw him in that one jersey for the Tigers now? Against who do they play this week? The Tigers manly against Tommy fucking Trevojevic? I don't. 
I don't do that. I don't do it to the kid. Well, if you don't do it, when do you do it? When the forwards start going forward and laying like the platform won, for the blade. When they've like, won two or three games in a row. Well, I don't know, but at, like this 20, point, at this point now, he's going to go in and get crueled for, for me, unless he's like If he's ready, level. he's ready. Uh, well, you've you got to play him at some stage. Yeah, you might have to. But the he, Tigers aren't getting that much better anytime soon. Yeah, I know, but I just, you know what, you don't want to cruel the kid. Oh, obviously, Dane thinking. Laurie's on the nose. Yep. Charlie Dewey's Stane's gone. no good. Dewey's oh. gone. So, you're running out of options as well. Yeah, but, I need yeah. to try something. I just don't know if that's that's the key to their problem. Like They they don't look like a team as it is, and now you've, you're pinning your hopes. I think they've got seven problems and Luke Brooks won. Yeah, you're pinning <laughs> your hopes and dreams on this poor kid. To come and turn I don't it think they're putting their hopes and dreams on this kid coming in and turning around. He's, he's giving him his shot. He's playing the number one jersey, bro. He's well, definitely where do you put want in, him, He's a fullback. Where do you want him to play? Ten? Yeah, but he's put in the mix if shit goes sideways. It's not Luke Brooks' fault over there. 100% it's always Luke Brooks' yeah, fault, no not, matter what. It's not. You are Sheens and shit. Luke Brooks is the greatest general ever to play the game. He's better than Johns. But he just doesn't have the opportunities. No, that's what they tell the media. They can't just come out and... Sacrificing, they can. If you're, you know what, at the end of the day, wouldn't I'm you? I'm glad I didn't let him go to wouldn't Newcastle. You rather, wouldn't you rather honesty from your coach to turn around and say, you know what, this is your fault, mate. I'm sorry. Behind closed doors, I reckon they'd I, be a lot more truthful. I don't think they are. I think they fucking cotton wool the bloke. And anyway, that's a tiger problem. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. We're out. Peace. See you guys. Thank you. See you later. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 